Welcome to the Midday Treat with NAZ Elite, hosted by me, Coach Ben Rosario, featuring the Hoka NAZ Elite athletes, and from time to time, a special guest from the world of running. We talk training and racing, but we also just talk, and we go way deeper than just running. The Midday Treat is your chance to get to know us as people, so follow along and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And now, check out this episode of the Midday Treat with NAZ Elite. All right, everybody, welcome to another edition of the Midday Treat with NAZ Elite. This is a special edition because we are making a big announcement this week. You may have already seen it, uh, but we are happy to be joined by the newest member of the team today, Katie Wasserman. Katie, how are you? Hi, I'm doing great. (laughs) Good. Katie, for those of you who don't know, uh, is coming off an incredible last NCAA year or her her final year in the NCAA, where she went to Notre Dame for grad school, uh, moved from the 1500 meters to the 5000 meters, and in only her third 5000 was second at the NCAA championships uh, in a a very close race, ran 1528, uh, which is her PB for 5000. yada, 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 decided to turn pro, but we're going to get into all that <laughs> uh, with Katie here soon. And uh, we're just thrilled that she's going to be moving to Flagstaff and, and joining us. Um, Katie, how, how have these last couple of months been? Has it been a whirlwind? Definitely such a whirlwind. I did not expect any of this. If you had asked me two years ago what I'd be doing, I did not. This is not even on my radar. So a whirlwind, but a good whirlwind. I'm very excited for it. <laughs> well, let's let's go back and let's let's take everybody through sort of your your running career um, and and the choices you made in, in college and 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 how we got to that place where we are now. So <laughs> so you're uh, you're a New Jersey girl. Is that right? How do you yes. say it? Jersey? You're a Jersey girl. Jersey girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what what what's your hometown? Spotswood it's this really tiny like two mile town in New Jersey but great place I love it (laughs) nice and you grew up there you what what sports did you play growing up let's see growing up um I did all kinds of sports starting off when I was little but mainly soccer starting in like um fourth grade I think or maybe earlier I was like playing soccer um all the way up through high school so yeah mainly soccer (laughs) and where did running enter your life so in high school, I decided to um, do spring track simply as a way to stay in shape for soccer. So my freshman year spring track season was my introduction to running and stuff. And yeah, I honestly just fell in love with it then. I didn't expect it. thought I was just getting in some good uh, workouts for soccer. And then, yeah, it ended up becoming my life. So <laughs> Well, let's see, because, of course, we're going to have high school kids watching this uh, podcast or listening yeah. to it. What, what were your high school PRs? We have to know, Katie. Oh, goodness. Uh, my mile PR was 455. And then my 800 PR was like 212, I think. And then I didn't even run the two mile. I thought that was too long for me. You know, I was just this soccer player who was doing winter and spring track. And I remember telling my coach like, no, that's, that's too long. I'll, I'll stick to the mile and 800. <laughs> so cross country was not something you did in high school. Yeah. Cause it was during soccer season. So I remember my coach, um, <laughs> he always makes fun of me now because he was like, I told you, you would have been good at cross country, but I had to stay loyal to my soccer girls and kept playing all the way up through high school. So I didn't do cross country until college. Yeah. <laughs> what position did you play in soccer? 
uh, midfielder. So there's a lot of running in that too. There's so. a lot of running. Did you score goals? Uh, a couple. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we have an athlete on the team, Julia, as you know, who played soccer yeah. all through college. And I she, know she was a forward, I believe, uh, mm-hmm. or maybe a winger. I can't remember, but, uh, but yeah, man, you know, I don't want you guys playing soccer, but, uh, you know, maybe you can, <laughs> maybe, you can okay. maybe you can reminisce. Yes. Yes. <laughs> That's right. Uh, so then you're, you're, you're obviously a very good runner, but still pretty inexperienced compared to the people who that's all they did. And so when you're making your college choice, how much was running involved in that choice and how much was about school? Where did you choose? Take us through that process. Yeah. Um, Well, once I, I didn't expect to run in college at all till probably my junior year when I started getting like letters that were asking, you know what I mean? Like about running becoming a habit with you. Yeah, I know. So, and then my high school coach was like, you need to start thinking about this stuff. You could run in college. And I was like, oh, who knew? Like, okay. And I loved it, obviously. So I had always been very school focused, but once I found out how like I could do both running and school, I was like, oh, that sounds pretty good. So I, yeah, ended up, I don't know, I got a couple of recruiting letters and I was looking at um, mainly Columbia, Lehigh and Penn were the three schools I was like looking at um pretty well all pretty close to New Jersey I wasn't going that far but um yeah I ended up um picking Columbia um which is in New York City I love New York you know I'd grown up going into New York during like Christmas time and stuff with my family so I knew I liked the city and then yeah on my recruiting visit honestly the biggest factor was that I really connected with the girls on the team um they were just so sweet and I felt like I could be friends with them um and obviously I knew what a great school Columbia was. They had the programs I liked. Um, so yeah, I mean, running was important and that I wanted to do it, but it was mainly being like, okay, I need to find the teammates I'm the most comfortable with and I would enjoy. Like I didn't look up the stats of like the Columbia team or anything like that, which is kind of funny, but yeah, and that's how I kind of decided. So you get to Columbia as a freshman and you've never run cross country, but of course I assume they want you to run cross country. Yeah, so, yeah. So they what just- was that first fall like? It was rough. You know, I was like, oh my gosh, I have never run this far. I mean, I think my mileage in high school was like 25, 30 miles a week. And then I was doing like all of a sudden 45 miles a week, like my freshman year with this like huge school course load that I wasn't used to either. So it was a lot at first. I was definitely overwhelmed. I was like, what did I sign up for? And I remember my first cross country race at Van Cortland. I was like, this is really long. Like I need to get back to the mile. But um, no, I ended up actually really enjoying cross country. Um, It was so fun to be working with my teammates and stuff. So I, 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 it grew on me, I would say. <laughs> well, let's talk about this course load. Tell, tell everybody what you majored in uh, your oh, undergrad yeah. in Columbia. Uh, I majored in neuroscience. So pretty heavy course load. Um, obviously Columbia's a really good school and they have, you know, they, it's, a, it's a lot of school work, which I wasn't, definitely more than high school, but I love neuroscience. I kind of knew that's what I wanted to do going in. Um, biology, it's a combination of biology and psychology, which were my two favorite subjects in high school. But yeah, I knew the schoolwork would be worth it because I was really interested in it. So this is another Columbia question, but, but more on the running side, where yeah. do you guys train? <laughs> I know everyone's like, where do you run in New York? But Central Park, um, we're there every day. It's, it's really easy, like half mile from campus. And then Riverside, if you want to go somewhere flatter, um, those are your two options pretty much day to day. 
um, during cross country season. And then we also go up to Van Cortlandt Park on Fridays to do workouts. Um, and then in the wintertime, we run to the Armory, which is like two miles away. Um, and then spring track season, Columbia actually has a track, but it's not on campus. You have to bus up to their uh, complex. So yeah, those are the places that you get to. So we make it work. It's it's better than I think a lot of people think, but I, I liked it. You never get bored running in Central Park because there's always so much stuff happening around you. Well, we've got the New York City Marathon coming up this weekend. Yes. So you'll get to be back in Central Park watching the race. Definitely. I am so excited to see that. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, so you, you get through Columbia. Um, well, let's let's not skip too far ahead. You you <laughs> stuck with the mile and the 1500 at Columbia and, yeah, and, much, ha- yeah. and had some pretty good success. So talk a little bit about your, your career um, at Columbia. Oh gosh. Yeah. Um, so I think junior year is kind of when I started, I guess you say like break out a little bit, but, um, I, you know, I had finally gotten used to like running consistently year round. That definitely took some time, but by my junior year, I was like, okay, like I got, I, I can do like 50 miles a week. And, um, I was running cross country and like making our like, um, team that was competing at conference for cross country and stuff. So that was, I was starting to be like a scorer on the team and I was like, all right, like, this is good. And it's kind of just translated into the mile and stuff, um, in, uh, my junior year. And I started, I'm trying to think of what I did exactly. Oh, I, <laughs> I guess I won Hebs that year. So that was cool. Um, but yeah, I don't know. We just always plan on sticking with the mile because that's what I was used to. And that's what I had always run and I liked it. So I would run cross country a little more and my mileage was a little higher, but yeah, we stuck with the mile. And then yeah, it's senior year. Um, we decided to try to go with the mile to qualify for nationals. Um, so that was really cool. And I ended up making it to the NCAA meet in the winter, snuck into that very last spot in the mile and it ended up being canceled, which was a bummer. But I actually thought that was going to be the pinnacle of like my track career. Like I totally thought like that meet, I was like, oh, I'm never going to do anything better than this. Like I finally made it to like NCAAs. Like this is so cool. And then it got canceled and then COVID happened, obviously, but turned into a pretty good silver lining for me. So <laughs> we'll talk about the silver lining. So you, you, you decide to go to grad school and yes you still have eligibility left because of the pandemic, I guess. And, mm-hmm. and, and, yeah. and so talk about that process. Yeah. So I had one season of eligibility left because of the pandemic. Um, I had lost the spring season. Everything was canceled as with all the other athletes that year. So I was kind of faced with the decision of, should I just go right to work? Like, what should I do? Should I try to keep running and stuff but I just felt so unfinished because I mean literally my last meet I was at the track and it got canceled and I just didn't get to run it and I was like I do not feel finished with running at all like if I have an opportunity I want to take it so I decided um, to put myself in the transfer portal and cross my fingers that somebody would want me so um, I got pretty lucky because yeah Notre Dame uh, reached out and they said they wanted me to run for them and I liked the program. Um, they had a one-year master's program in global health, which is what I did. And that was pretty a pretty cool program to be a part of. And yeah, I was like, I'm going to go for it. Try to use this season and see what I can do with running. <laughs> so a couple questions here. So you yeah. go from Manhattan <laughs> to South Bend, Indiana. I know. Talk about the... <laughs> 
the differences. It was very different. I remember driving to Indiana with my parents and all of a sudden the like buildings started disappearing and there were many cornfields and I was like, what did I get myself into? (laughs) That was very nerve wracking on the car ride in. But once I got there, I mean, it was also hard because I couldn't go visit any of these places because it was in COVID. So I kind of just relied on I, like talking to the girls on the team like I had texted and talked with a few of them before and they seemed like really great people like I was connecting with and then called coach Sparks a couple times and he was really nice so I was honestly basing my decision mainly off that and, and once I got there everyone was so nice so friendly so welcoming and I was like okay this is this was a good decision <laughs> I can handle that uh I can handle some core fields and stuff so <laughs> well in my understanding with Notre Dame is mostly everybody stays on campus which was probably more the case than ever with still being in the heart of the pandemic when you got there mm-hmm. oh yeah definitely everyone lived like on campus and stuff which was nice because Columbia is the same way everyone's in dorm housing there so yeah it was nice that everyone was there <laughs> Now, my understanding from Coach Sparks is that he watches you run a few times and he basically says to you something on, along the lines of, why haven't you tried the 5,000? Is that about, is that about the right? Yeah, what was the what, conversation? That's what happened. So, I mean, I show up to like, you know, do the first couple workouts and stuff. And I, it was probably like our like second or third like tempo. And he comes up to me and he's like, why haven't you run a 5K yet? And I was like, I don't know. I just always have done the mile. Like, and then we ran out of time. We had tossed around the idea of maybe trying it in the spring, but we never got that spring season. He was like, well, would you want to run the 5K? And I was like, I guess, I don't know. Like, I, I have no idea what it'd be like. Like I ran cross country maybe. And he was just like, you should try it. And he just kind of kept that, uh, kept that mindset throughout my whole like winter training block and stuff. And I was like, all right, I guess we're just going to try this and see what happens. <laughs> and, and when you say try it, I assume that there was just a little bit more strength work than maybe you had been doing at Columbia, more temple runs, a little more mileage. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So I increased my mileage a little and we definitely did more, um, like aerobic workouts I would say like just longer tempos and stuff than I had been doing less focus on like speed work like we had done a lot of speed stuff at Columbia but um yeah this was just more focused on like building that aerobic base up really well <laughs> and did you like the work yeah I did I did really like it it was fun I didn't I mean it was stuff that probably years ago I didn't think I could do and all of a sudden I was doing it so no it was it was good <laughs> well and then you try your first 5,000 in the spring and yeah. that was in Fresno uh, Rale- Raleigh relays. Oh, Raleigh relays is where you did it. That's right. And, yes. and, and what was your time? Your first ever 5,000? Um, 1533, I think, I think 34, 33, somewhere around there. Yeah. That is not a bad opener, uh, for the first time ever <laughs> in the event. And, and I, I also heard that you didn't even realize how good that was. And you were wondering if that would get into regionals or not. Yeah, I I didn't know. I mean, I was, I hadn't known, I had been so concentrated on mile times. Like I was like, and I had no expectations. I was like, I don't know if this is a good time or not. Like I was just running it to race it and see how it felt. And I remember in the race, I was like pretty nervous because I was like, okay, like I wonder when it's going to start to feel like long. Like that's what I kept expecting. Like, so I was like, oh, when is this going to feel really, really long? But because we had built up so much aerobic work, like it felt good all of a sudden. I was like, oh, this isn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. And then, yeah, I don't know. Coach Parks after was like, yeah, that was pretty good. <laughs> that was pretty darn good. Meanwhile, awesome. not only were you having this breakthrough in the 5,000 in your debut, 
but you were also running faster in the 15. So you actually ended up running a personal best in the 1500, maybe showing that all this strength work really was, you were suited for it, huh? Yeah, definitely. I didn't expect that either. The increase in my, or the, the personal best in the 15, I, because we had just been so focused on all the strength stuff and yeah, it just translated over really well, which was a nice surprise. <laughs> Talk about ACC's 1500. Oh, that was fun. Yeah. It was so fun being in a conference meet again. Like I, that was just so exciting and yeah, it was a great race. There was lots of really good competitors, a really stacked field. So I was excited just to get the chance to run the 15 because I do have a special spot for it in my heart, I think, but um, <laughs> it was a really fun race. And yeah, I, I was surprised myself with the time for sure. <laughs> That's where you ran 410? Yes. Yes. Very nice. Very nice. <laughs> now, one of the things that you got to do in that race too, was practice having that sort of battle uh, in a championship style race. And of course you got NCAAs coming up in the 5,000 um, mm. and we'll get to that race in a second. But at that point at ACC's, had you thought much about the NCAA meet and, and what the goal might be? Um, probably not, honestly, like maybe in the back of my mind a little bit, but no, I was just trying to take it one meet at a time. And I, I love to race. So it was really cool being in like the, such a great field where I could push myself and get to that like battle part. But um, yeah, I don't think NCAA is even on my mind at that time until after the race. And Coach Marks was like, all right, now we got to think about this. <laughs> and I knew that. And I think that's why I'm bringing it up because I think it's, a, it's, a, it's actually a really good mindset. You know, there, there's, yeah. there's so many athletes that they're already thinking about the end of the season before mm -hmm. their first race even has begun and taking it one week at a time sometimes makes, makes things um, a little bit easier, a little less stressful. So then you go to the regional meet and I mean, even there you're, you look, you've never been to the, you know, this is only your second 5,000. So, so what, what was the regional meet like? Was it a little stressful? Yeah, I mean, I was nervous for sure, because I mean, I'd only run at regionals once before too. So um, no, I was definitely nervous. And I also knew like, for the first time, like expectations were higher, because I knew what my time had been, and I knew I had to replicate it. So I was definitely stressed, stressed for that race. But you know, again, I just tried to concentrate on that race, not think too far ahead. I was like, all right, just focus on the race in front of me. And um, yeah, went out and raced and yeah, worked out, made it to the national meet. <laughs> So you, you make it to the national meet and you're, you're seated very high by, by your time and you're up against a, a good field, of course, as always, as is always the case. Also, you're up against Ellie Hennis, who you had raced in the ACCs. Mm -hmm. um, and we knew that she was one of the favorites. Mm -hmm. So did, did you and Coach Sparks come up with a game plan or did you keep it pretty loose uh, heading into NCAAs? We kept it pretty simple. I mean, Coach Parks is great. The whole, before we even left for the race, he was like, he told me, I think you can run with any one of them. He definitely believed in me more than I had believed in myself at that point. Cause I was just like, this is big. This is NCAAs. Like I've never been here before. And he was like, you can run with them. Like you can do it. So yeah, our game plan was just, <laughs> it was so funny. Cause it's so simple, but he's like, put yourself in the race and run with them. He's like, that's what you love to do. You love to race. You know how to do that. Don't overthink it. Just go out, go race with them, hang on and see where you are. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, I, I can do that. <laughs> I love the game plan. It makes sense. Yeah. So you walk into, 
Hayward Field, Eugene, Oregon, NCAA. Yeah. We finally have some semblance of a crowd. There's people mm-hmm. in the stands. <laughs> just how cool was that experience? I was at NCAA's. I just felt like it was awesome this year. I think I thought that it was such a special year because the new Hayward was, you know, open and up and running. And, and because there was finally some, some fans in the stands, I just thought it had a great atmosphere. Did you soak oh, all that yeah. in? Definitely. Yeah. I was lucky my race was at like the end of the week. So we had been there earlier. So I got a couple of days to just really enjoy it. Watch all my teammates do really well and just take it all in being like, wow, like this is the coolest place to be. Like, I'm so lucky that I got to run here and experience this. So definitely it took the couple of days to soak it all in. <laughs> That's cool. So the race goes out and it's pretty, I mean, it's a pretty doable pace. It wasn't, it wasn't crazy. Mm -hmm. You know, nobody really took it on and, and, and pushed super hard. Uh, well, there was one person that went out, but, but then the rest of you Mm -hmm. kind of stayed together. Um, was that a hard decision to stay in that pack or did you feel like that was the place to be? Yeah, I definitely felt like that was the place to be. Like, I didn't want to overdo it in the beginning or anything. And like, I mean, coach Fox, I just said, go around with the pack. And I was like, all right, this is the pack. Like, I just need to focus on them. Um, and try to keep my eye on what's in front of me, of course. But yeah, that's where I felt like I was supposed to be. <laughs> then, then you guys, the, the Peloton, if you will, the pack, you, you catch mm-hmm. up. So now all of a sudden, when now you're right in front. And I mm-hmm. felt like during most of the race, you, you took Coach Sparks' um, advice and you executed it because I, I felt like you were never there that far back. You were always right around the lead, but never wanting to take the lead. It I seemed know. like you, it seemed like you definitely did not want to take the lead. So that was by, not, that was calculated, yeah. huh? Yeah. Yeah. I did not want to take the lead. I was still nervous. I was like, this is my first time. And it's like, I can't take the lead. I don't know. I was definitely nervous about that. So yeah, I was mainly just focused on, all right, keep your eye. Don't let them go too far in front of you. Just stay with them. Like you can do that. Yeah. So <laughs> how, how much were you paying attention to where you were at in the race in terms of uh, how many laps there were to go? Um, Know, probably a decent amount I mean it's always in the back of my head how far there is to go and stuff but I, I was I was thinking about it but mainly just trying to like worry about the people in front of me and stick with them as close as I could and then was there a point as you approached two laps to go one lap to go because <clears throat> you're still right there and, and now you've kind of broken away a little bit there's only a couple people left in this thing yeah when, did, when, when do you start thinking hey what do I have to do to win Oh gosh, uh, maybe two laps to go. I think I looked up at the screen maybe then and was like, oh my goodness, like this is it. And I, I think that was literally the thought that went through my head. Like we're, we're, we're almost done. Like this, this is the end of it. So I think at that point I was like, oh boy, let's, let's see what happens here. And I knew it was going to be a fast last lap. So just tried to brace myself mentally for what was going to come and be like, we're going to try to see what we can do. <laughs> and it seemed like Ellie made a big push. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and of course ran a fantastic last lap, um, uh-huh. uh, and put a couple steps on you, but, but you weren't even, even at 150 to go, you weren't out of it necessarily. There, there was still a chance. I mean, what, did, did it feel like that? Yeah, no, definitely. And I mean, Ellie is such a great competitor and great runner and having raced her at ACCs, I knew she could throw down a hard last lap for sure. So I was just kind of like, all right, we're going to stay with her as long as we possibly can. And yeah, just tried to see what happened. And yeah, no, I was trying to stay in it as long as I could for sure. <laughs> so you end up second place, 1528. Yeah. I mean, it was just such a 
we talked about whirlwind at the top, but it's just, it was such a whirlwind to go from Columbia, you make it to the mile championships, they get canceled. You're not even sure if you're going to be running anymore at all. Mm-hmm. And then just over a year later, you're finishing second at the NCAAs. How, yes. I mean, how was that to process? I, it was crazy. Something I had never expected. I mean, but I just remember like the whole kind of during COVID and during my whole time training at Notre Dame, that whole big block, I just kept remembering what a bummer it was to not race that final race in Albuquerque. And I was just like, that was kind of my motivation for the whole season, all, all the training and stuff. And I was like, I am not going to waste another opportunity. Like, cause you don't know what's going to happen is what I, is kind of what my motto was like, Hey, like, I have no idea what time I have left in this sport. So I'm going to make the most of it. And yeah, somehow that ended up being second place at NCAAs, which is wild. But yeah, I was very grateful for uh, the whole experience for sure. So, so then you're faced with another one of these decisions. You've had all these decisions in your life up to this point, and they all kind of come at the end of these different phases. And, mm-hmm. and, and I think this is very interesting, of course, to high school, college athletes listening. So you, mm-hmm. you finished second and then you got to decide, well, now what do I want to do? <laughs> I so, know. So you've got on one hand, your degree that you worked very hard for um, mm-hmm. and your master's degree. And you could certainly go into that world um, or you could keep running. Um, so, yeah. What was it like to, to make that decision? Who did you lean on? Uh, was it your, your own decision? Did you, did you talk to others? I think that would be interesting to know. Yeah. Oh gosh. It took me a while to decide. It was very stressful. I'm also not the best decision maker. I mean, coach Sparks, he would have to tell me to like practice making decisions. He'd be literally be like, Katie, where should we run today? And I'd be like, I don't know. I don't want to decide. So let me just say, I'm not the best decision maker, but I ultimately was able to decide by, I lean, I definitely lean on a lot of friends and family and asked what they thought I should do, where I'd be happy, that sort of thing. But they all were like, Katie, you have to make this decision. Like, we're not going to tell you, like, we're going to support you no matter what, but we can't tell you what to do. But I mean, just thinking about it, um, I knew that I would ultimately regret it if I didn't um, try to run because I was just so, I kept wondering, well, what could I do? You know, I've run three, five Ks. Like, I had like, I want to run the 5k more. Like I, you know, I want to train harder to see what I can possibly do. And if I went to go work, um, I just would always be stuck wondering like what I could do. So that kind of was the biggest thing that kept echoing in my head. And it was like, I got to take this opportunity to find out. Um, and of course, one day I will like to go back to the science world and work and help people there. Cause that is very important to me as well. But I think, you know, you have such a short amount of time that you can run and stuff. So you have this window. So I'm very, yeah, I was ultimately decided that I couldn't um, lose that opportunity. And I really wanted to find out what I could do. So, yeah, that led me here. Well, you said you say you have tough uh, time making decisions, but I I thought you made some great decisions in the summer because, first of all, you took your time. Mm-hmm. And second of all, you actually went out and ran a couple of, you know, quote unquote pro races to, yeah. to, to test yourself, but to also see what it was like. And so you ran Falmouth mile, you ran mm-hmm. Prefontaine two mile. What were those experiences like? And the, did they help with the decision-making process? Definitely. I mean, they were both great experiences, very different experiences and environments, but good. Um, both really great. Um, and 
I mean, I was obviously really nervous for both of those because I was like, okay, this is actually against professionals now. It's a new level. Like, you got to make sure you're okay with this because this is what it's going to be like. So, um, but I think both of the running both of those races kind of sealed the deal for me because I was like, oh, I'm I I want to do this. Like, I I still love this sport. I I'm still having so much fun with it, and I really want to see what I can do in it. So, I think being in those environments and having the opportunity to actually run in a professional setting made me realize like, okay, I, I can, I can do this. And that's what I want to do. So yeah, that was really helpful and made it all worthwhile for sure. <laughs> and, and of course now you we're, we're very happy that, that you chose to come to our team. This is very exciting for us. <laughs> we, we don't have cornfields out here necessarily, but we have desert, high desert yeah. though, you know, this is high altitude. So what are you, <laughs> what are you excited about uh, in terms of coming out to Flagstaff to train? Oh gosh, everything. I mean, it's beautiful, which I found on my visit. I, it's, uh, so many pretty trails and everywhere to run on. I remember every all the runs that we did out there. I was like, this is definitely the best place in the world to run. Like, no question. Like, even though I love New York and I like South Bend a lot too, I was like, this has got to be the best place I've ever run. So that I'm very excited about. And just being on such a great team. I mean, that's what really stuck out, stuck out to me um, about my visit. Uh, it was just everyone was so team oriented, so caring and want to work hard and help each other achieve their goals and that's what's motivated me the most about running and really like what led me to Columbia Notre Dame and I was like this is how I have to be able to decide where I want to run professionally too like that's what that's just who I am and that's what makes me run so I am very excited about yeah being on such a cool team <laughs> well we're excited to have you and of course of course you've gotten to try out the shoes now for a little bit how are yes. the shoes treating you? How are the Hoka the shoes, shoes treating you? The shoes are great. I love the Hoka shoes. They are so comfy and yeah, just so great to run in. I've been having a lot of fun in them. <laughs> Excellent. Let's talk, I'll, I'll, we'll, we'll talk about what's next a little bit, um, short term and then some long term stuff. But, uh, but first, what about outside of running? What do you like? What do you do? What are you into? <laughs> Uh, well, um, I really like hanging out with my family and friends. Um, I love board games. Um, let's see, my favorite TV show is Friends, so I love to watch a lot of Friends. <laughs> um, I do love the beach. Every summer, you would find me in the New Jersey. I got to go to the Jersey Shore every summer. Um, <laughs> what else? Um, I, I have dog at home, our family dog that I love hanging out with and playing with. So, yeah, I don't know. All those things kind of. It sounds like you'll need to do some some game night uh, hosting uh, when you yeah. get here. What, what, what are the board games you like? What should people be practicing oh, so they can they can beat you at these board games? Let's see. I really like Catan. Um, and then I also really like Clue. Those are probably my two favorite ones. Yeah, I don't know. Anything, though. I, I well, like my daughter's meal. good at Clue. You might have to play oh. against Addison. Good. Okay. Cause I've just been playing with my brother at home. I, I need a new competitor. So <laughs> <laughs> she would love it. She would love it. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, this is all good. Oh, oh, how about some easy stuff? Favorite movie? Ooh, um, the parent trap probably. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Nice. Uh, that's another Addison uh, uh, favorite. Yeah, it sounds like uh, we get along. <laughs> you would get along. You might be a babysitter. I'm, I'm feeling babysitting vibes. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Uh, and you said favorite TV show friends. Yes. Um, okay. And what about, let me think about it, another one. How about, uh, what, what do you follow in terms of sports? Do you follow any sports teams? Um, I like watching soccer. Okay. Who's your <laughs> soccer team? 
Oh God. I mean, I mainly watch the like women's soccer, although my dad really likes the premier league and stuff. So yeah. I watch that with him a lot on um, Saturday mornings and stuff. I don't really have a team. I don't you know. Women's national that. team. Yes. Yes. Of course. Yes. Oh, well, there you go. I mean, that's the best team. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I know. So yeah. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Okay. So we got to know you a little bit there. We'll get to know you more over the course of your time here. Um, let's talk about what's up next. So you're, you, you signed your contract, you're on the team, you're coming out to Flagstaff and we're going to put you right to work. So the first thing you're going to do is run this Ekaden Relay in Michigan. It's mm -hmm. November 17th, uh, hosted by the Hansons team uh, there in Michigan uh, around this beautiful uh, lake um, kind of Metro Park type deal called Stony Creek. And if, if people haven't heard of it, it's, it's, a, it's a relay where there's three men, three women, each male runs, a, well, there's three legs for the males, 5K, 6K, 10K, three legs for the females, 5K, 6K, 10K. And so you'll probably run either the 6K or the 5K and yes. that'll be your first race. So are you pumped? Yes, I'm so excited. I also, I love racing and I'm glad I get the chance to do it right away with my new teammates. So Excellent. And then, you know, we, we may do one more race after that, but what we're really getting ready for, of course, uh, right now in terms of training is just building a nice base so we can have a great 2022. And so I know from talking to you many times that you're very open-minded about your future. Uh, but when you begin to think about 2022, at least, you know, what are some things that are, what, what are some things you're looking forward to? I mean, I want to run a couple more 5Ks. That would be great, you know. But other than that, I mean, specific races. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm so open-minded that I'm okay. I'll go up. I'll try. Oh, gosh, I never thought I'd say I'd try a 10K. But, yeah, I would <laughs> definitely try that. Or, I don't know, do some speedier stuff, too. Whatever. I am so excited just to get to race and have this opportunity that, yeah, I, I'm cool with whatever. <laughs> well, I, you know, one of the things I like is that mm -hmm not only that you're open-minded, but that also at the core of everything you talk about, you always talk about racing. And yeah. to me, that, that's what I'm looking for. I mean, if, mm -hmm. if people are interested in that, because that's why we're doing this. That's why we train is to race. Yeah. And look, PBs are great. And of course they come along the way, but, uh, but we're trying to race, you know, and uh, that's why mm -hmm. we're excited about having you run the second in because it's just a race. So it's, it's, it's literally a relay race. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's like yeah. you're back on the playground again and we're having a relay race and we're picking teams and we're seeing Definitely. who gets there first, you know, <laughs> it's just the basics, you know, and uh, mm -hmm. I, I think that's cool. And I think we're, we're certainly going to give you the opportunity to race a lot and at different yeah. distances and in different ways. And, uh, mm -hmm. you know, I think, um, I think you have such a bright future. So we really appreciate <laughs> uh, you coming on today to help everybody get to know you. Oh, well, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. <laughs> and we'll put, like I said to you before we got on, I think we'll put you to work at New York City this weekend and maybe have you do some Instagram story uh, stuff for us yes. <laughs> so you can keep the uh, fans abreast of what's going on at the race. Mm -hmm, definitely. Oh, that's so exciting. I would love to. <laughs> awesome. Okay, Katie. Well, thank you so much. Uh, we're going to stop this. Hang on the line for one sec. Uh, but uh, appreciate everybody listening and uh, cheer for Katie, okay? <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Midday Treat with NAZ Elite. I'm Addison Rosario, Coach Ben's daughter. If you're watching on YouTube, hit the like button and subscribe to our channel. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please leave us a review. 
Be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at NAZ underscore Elite. Subscribe to our weekly newsletter on NAZElite.com and stay tuned for the next episode of the Midday Treat with NAZ Elite. Thank you.